going on, Trade Deadline Nation? We are not live because it has been a complicated and busy day for us. I am in my office. I'm in front of a completely disassembled couch. I'm like completely driven into a very tight space. How are you, John Barchard? Uh, your space looks much better than what's going on in here. As everybody's uh, everybody's down for the count. Mama's down. Uh, Jirius is down. Uh, baby girl is down. So there's only two. We only got two healthy going into the week. We got a, we got a lot of lot on the injury list over here. So, uh, but the show must go on nonetheless. So here we are, buddy. Your hat looks it must phenomenal go on. too. By the way, if I might add. What, what looks phenomenal, by the way? I said, your hat looks phenomenal, by the way, if I might add. Oh, it certainly does. And f- folks, they're finally online. I mean, we actually have these for sale now. You could go, which they were on sale at the tailgate. If you came down to the tailgate, you would have gotten a head start on that for the Pittsburgh game. But now Forbidden Canvas has put the hats online. We've already had to put in another order. They're going that fast. So if you want these to show up at your house in like the next week, You'd better order today. I mean, it's really that simple. So ForbiddenCanvas.com, John Bartrett has retweeted it, BellandTheBirdMen.com. We have it right at the top of our website as well. So uh, make sure you check that out. By the way, .net. Oh, (laughs) ForbiddenCanvas.net. See, I'm a shitty partner. (laughs) ForbiddenCanvas.net. But but you're not a shitty host. And uh, you even just told me before this because I couldn't even believe uh, the number 10. Ten uh, trades today before the deadline buzzer? Yeah, there were Adam Schefter put this out. There were ten trades today, which he would know uh, intimately well because he would have reported it all. But uh, <laughs> it's probably ten trades today. the night in, before. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely have the inside scoop. Uh the biggest one, and and we can talk about this naturally, but like Naheem Hines goes to the Bills like Right there at the buzzer. Uh, They had another junker move where they traded, I think it was for a safety for a seventh-round pick. So they had a couple of different things going on. Uh, But uh, out of all the moves, I mean, biggest things that stuck out to me, first off, with the trade deadline, obviously the Eagles did not make a move. I think we are okay. They traded for somebody named Robert Quinn a couple of days ago. You might have heard about him. His name is Robert Quinn. He's really fucking good, and they're going to be just fine with him. So they already made the big deal, even though they didn't do it today. But some of the other stuff, just just initial trade deadline reaction, John. Uh, for tra- Chase Claypool for a second? <laughs> Can, does yeah, that make what? any sense to you whatsoever? I uh, I'm sorry for calling the Steelers and, and the ownership a bunch of bad names last week because like that's a hell of a move for them. The Bears continue to be dumb and. Did, like, the Bears just go, look, we traded Roquan Smith for a second, so now we're going to use that on Chase Claypool? Like, you're going, oh, my God, you know. Um, and we'll touch on that later, trust me, because I'm really pissed. I'm so pissed that, well, that happened. You know what, let's, let's just do that, John. Are you uh, sure? I would All say right. my condolences, but you know what? I'm glad it didn't happen, <laughs> God damn it! I'm glad it didn't happen. A second and a fifth. Our Baltimore Ravens go and make the move. The yeah. alternate universe continues. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, why does this keep happening? Tyler Linderbaum's having one of the best rookie years of any, like, center ever created, right? Great. Kyle Hamilton. Mm. Uh, he's, but he's, he's playing, like, five different spots, though. I the guy's know, playing everywhere, so they Whatever. put a lot on his plate. He sucks. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, you Ro- suck. Anyway. <laughs> but, like, I said clearly, Roquan's the guy. You need to go beat the Bills and beat the Chiefs. And 
here we are, you know, like they're still, I, I would have done that in a heartbeat. A two and a five is nothing for that guy. And everybody keeps chirping up my ass. Like, well, you got to pay him. And he's just a one year yep. rental right now. I'm going, what is Kaiser White? And what is TJ Edwards? One year rentals. Yes. You still have to pay one of the three of those guys. And it's just that Nicobe Dean still. So that's, that's all I'm saying. You missed a golden opportunity. And I get just like running backs, you know, how he does not, it's not of an interest to him. If that was probably a third and a five, and now I think I know why he was crying because I think there was a chance that he would have been packaged up with the Bears, right? Does that make maybe some sense in that regard? Like, fuck, I wish I could have gone with him, or is it literally, hey, because at first you said uh, you thought he wasn't going to get it traded, but I, one, I think it was genuine how much of those Robert Quinn. Two, do you think there mm-hmm. was a chance that he could come here in a package deal with Robert Quinn? And they've just argued over price. I don't think so. I mean, it's it's pretty much like Robert Quinn's the total opposite of the Roquan trade. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're giving up a mid pick that nobody cares about. He had two years left on the deal and very affordable for what he is. And and they brought him in. They were like, yeah, you could be a free agent after this. Like for Roquan, <laughs> I, I think the idea is if you're going to make a move like that, and this is how the Bears charged it, it's like this guy's a franchise centerpiece for you. Like you're you're really going to invest in this position in a major way. And for the Eagles, it's just like your, your secondary is great. Who knows where the hell that money's going to go next year. But for now, your secondary is great. Your defensive line, you got major investments in that. Offensive line, you got to pay Jalen. Hurts. AJ Brown is getting a lot of money. That's well, not he's actually not getting a lot of money, but he's getting money. He's getting money. Yeah, I know. So. I know. And again, this is all under market. It's all under market. Like everything that they have right now, that's why you invest now. You can do that stuff now. But you know, like you're guys gonna see. And just like we're all and by the way, we're we laughed at the whole Christian McCaffrey thing. Like, what what an overpay. His debut was kind of meh. Next game, well shit. Well, shit, he kind of looks like he would look better in Midnight Green now, wouldn't he, Vince Quinn? <laughs> no, it'd still be gross. It'd still be gross. I'm not doing it. <laughs> so he wouldn't look good in one of these hats. When, Although, uh, never mind, he would look good in one of these hats. Anyway. When Roquan now has, like, an interception a game in the Ravens' defense, because, as we know, everything in Chicago looks 400 times worse than it actually is. So Justin Fields is actually probably an MVP candidate if he's playing in New York, (laughs) you know, but he's not. So he's stuck in Chicago. And it's just, this is typical. It's typical, and the Ravens scooped it up, and they know it, and they love linebackers, so, like, I get it. Um, I'm, I was physically ill when I saw that, just so you know, my motions right now do not reflect how fucking bad I felt when somebody, when everyone, and thank you for tagging me in it, everyone tagged me in like, oh my God, how is John, are you okay? And the answer is still fucking no, almost 24 hours later. So we won't have to, we won't go 12 <laughs> rounds on this. Cause I've been fucking like chirping for three months about it, but this is, this is like, to me missing out on. A.J. Brown on the defense, and I know that sounds ridiculous, but you'll see. That's all. I'm tired of talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll see that contract, and then I'll go, this is why. This is why, oh. once they pay him. So uh, we'll, we'll yell about it then. But for now, like, looking at some of the other deals, I mean, I already mentioned Chase Claypool for a second, which is just patently ridiculous. It's yeah. a terrible deal. Uh, Calvin Ridley went for a crazy trip. Calvin Ridley got <laughs> traded on the suspension Finally list. made it. Like, that was crazy. So for, for that deal, it's a crazy thing with escalators. That was a pretty wild ride from Jacksonville, but I get it. Dude, TJ Hawkins, can we talk about that Lions-TJ Hawkinson deal for a second? I want to get into more Eagles shit, but like that, that trade, when you're the Lions and you try to make that, like 
you didn't get a whole lot for a great tight end that you just sent to a division rival. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. How do you do that deal? Like, how how do you do that deal? Well, he, for whatever reason, he's a weird fit in their offense, and that shouldn't happen. So, like, I, I the Vikings uh, got really a lot better because of that, and uh, Iowa Bios fitting in there. Uh, TJ Hawkinson should be, like, looked at as, as Goddard as close to, you know, any of the rest of those guys. Like, he's an absolute stud. So, at least Kirk Cousins will throw him a ball. You know, Jared Goff is – I don't know what the hell he's doing. I don't know what the Detroit Lions are doing. Yeah, that, that, that was off-putting to me. And I thank God, like, you know, they got the Vikings out of the way. Not that it really matters. The Vikings are still going to stink anyway. They just, you know – I think um, if he, for fantasy purposes, holy hell, that that's very helpful for uh, for all of us. So yeah, but that was really weird. Yeah. It was really weird. Well, for what it's worth, they, they have Irv Smith Jr. who's done pretty well this year. He was like this. It was just years of like maybe this is the year, and then he'd get hurt all the time. So then like he gets hurt again, and he's missing eight to ten weeks. So they pull the trigger and get Hawkinson. But like, God, what the hell are they doing up there? So so all that stuff was a joke. Uh, I do wonder though. Like this is this is the exciting thing for me is when you're thinking about. How things have trended in the last couple of years, like, you look at the Rams, you see all the Les Snead, like, fuck them pick stuff that's going on. Uh, that, that's that's become such a popular thing. Now you're seeing all these teams that are, are making deals at the trade deadline. It's a later deadline than it was, like, I don't know, 10 years ago. Like, there's just, there's a lot of things that are changing in the league. It feels like where more teams are willing to deal, which if you're just living in a Howie Roseman world, feels like a Howie Roseman world. You know what I mean? Well, like this, It just feels like it's trending for him properly. I, I, I look at all the deals that kind of happened. Uh, Bradley Chubb with the Dolphins was pretty crazy. Um, uh, you know, just like we're saying, a lot of these things were like either, hey, let's go for it or let's ditch out really hard. And, you know, Vince, we've tried to answer this question for the last month now uh, or last two weeks at least. What is the ultimate thing that is going to put the Eagles over the top? And if you can't have a defined answer on that question, your team's pretty fucking good. You know, we know that. Uh, they haven't lost the game yet. So it's kind of hard to, like, glob on and wheel and deal. And, I, and while everybody's doing that, Howie Roseman's chilling and just adding on one piece. And I will say this, too. Getting back to the Naeem Himes thing for a second. I, that seemed to be a very gassed up hot button topic on Twitter today. I don't know if you were a part of that conversation. The Discord was it was he was a topic in the Discord for a bit too. Good. I I, uh, I just he suddenly this always happens when the Eagles have a chance at any player, they are suddenly way better <laughs> than than like I I just I, I don't think Naeem Himes would have been a a, a a positive or a negative. He would have been a guy that the coach trusts, and everybody made these weird arguments about why. And even your boy Jeff McLean, who was like dead set on like this is going to happen. I think I saw Elliot Shore Parks like, hey guys, totally makes sense. They loved each other. Uh, I would overpay. Like, there's all these statements going on. And then he goes for a sixth, and he swaps some fucking running backs with the Bills. Like, it's just, it's a nothing burger. I think, once again, the Eagles was were used beautifully to get anything out of Naeem Hines with the Colts, and they just kept using that because I don't know if I saw anything different. I apologize if there's something, some cooler reporter that we're all not paying attention to. There's no every- one cooler than Jeff McClain. How dare you? Okay. <laughs> article that I saw that was linked with Naeem Hines and the Eagles was it was rumored that they were really interested in him from 2018 to, to this to that and the news so it was just a lot of linking being done it seemed like 
you had to get something from the Bills, and they probably wanted, you know, Morrison return or whatever it was, and the Eagles were never part of the conversation. How the fuck does that help your team, honestly? Like, you know, you have, you have he's, a, yes, if you're going to make the argument he's a better pass catcher than every single one of the running backs that the Eagles have, I think that's true. It is true. I, that's why I suggested Melvin Gordon just as like, yeah, fodder. Maybe you can get him for nothing. Um I, so I don't know. Like either one of those moves, I don't think a running back is going to help shit. Uh, <laughs> and and j- just getting back to the bigger picture on that, like I don't think there's anything that is valuable enough outside of Roquan Smith that you could have done, you know, to to really make any kind of impact. Like, and and you and probably end up looking like a fool, like the Bears do right now. Yeah, I mean, the, the only guy that's left, there were two guys I think that could have been significant upgrades. Well, there's really only one at the deadline, and that guy would have been Elijah Moore. Like, if Elijah Moore yeah. was here, fuck yeah, man. It's party time. Like, you kidding me? I, I know it's a little weird because he's, he's all negative up there, but, like, that dude's a talent. And here's here's the thing that I think, because for, for Hines, a lot of it is, oh, well, he could return kicks and all that, which, like, I, I mean, I guess, sure, but, like... Uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal in no, terms of does, like, but he doesn't do it on the addition. regular. It's just a thing well, that people throw out there. Yeah. You know? yeah. There was some clip that came out on Twitter of him having a big return. I was like, I don't know when that happened, but okay. So, <laughs> I mean, fine. But like, think about this. If they had added somebody at receiver and this, this is part of me on the Odell train, right? Is like, if they added Odell, I feel a lot more comfortable having Devonte Smith, just return all the kicks, just return everything. And, and let him do it and see where it goes. Because they're comfortable enough to do it here and there. They clearly are experimenting with it. And it feels like it's something they're going to unleash in the playoffs. So if that's what you're going to do and you have another receiver in here, I feel more comfortable taking that risk and maybe they'll do that. But for now, like, Hines is a guy. I like him. But, he, I mean, is he that different from Kenny Gainwell? Is he that much of an upgrade? Are you going to give up a six-round pick to do it? Does that really – or whatever it was going to be from the Eagles to do it? I don't know. Like, I, I just – I don't feel like they missed out on anything. I don't think it makes the – like, and I'll say this too. The Eagles adding Robert Quinn is a way bigger deal than the Bills adding Naheem Hines. So, when Thank you're looking you. at additions, like, that's way bigger. You want to throw in Not the cheats and Darius saying Quinn. that, by the way. But, yeah. Yeah, but, like, it's, it's just – you know, it's just like everybody – you're expecting that deal at the deadline, how he's making all these moves and everybody's going to be all hopped up for it. And like, I was hopped up for it. I was checking Twitter and the discord every 10 seconds, making sure that like turbo Mike wasn't updating me on some move that I missed. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, on turbo Mike again today. Just amazing job. Yeah, by everybody in the I discord mean, too. Yeah. Appreciate everybody. Like it's fun to be able to check in on all that stuff. And, but it, it, it's the thing we, we all felt this sense of agony of like, Oh my God, are they going to make a move? Oh no, they're, they're not going to do it. It's such a disappointment. But like, they did add Robert Quinn, and it's a really big deal. So I, I think there's still stuff that can be done. You never know. Certain guys that are going to get cut over the next couple of weeks, asked to be released, whatever. There's a, there's a lot of things that can happen here. So they can still add pieces throughout, and it's not completely over, and OBJ still on the table, so I'm not giving it up in, until that happens. But uh, with, with all that being said, John, I want to get into the, the Houston Texans a little bit. Um, oh, the Houston Texans? You mean the game we're yeah. flying to in um, ooh, uh, just a, uh, less than 12 hours from now? And uh, we'll be at the airport, and uh, there's going to be a whole bunch of uh, Eagles and Phillies fans that are going to be joining us at the uh, Kelly Ice House at 3333 East Side Street in Houston, Texas. Oh, Kirby Ice House. What did I say? You said Kelly Icehouse. You're oh seeing the God. Kelly Kirby. green hat, See, and you think Kelly. It's but throwing me Kirby. off. I'm already, I'm already telling you wrong information. So, uh, by the way, to uh, not tell you wrong information and to verify everything I'm saying, text us if you're in Houston, 215-509-5833. We're already assembling a huge group 
Uh, we don't know all the details other than be at the place I just said at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, because uh, uh, apparently even 30,000 uh, square feet, which this place is, uh, things could get crowded pretty quick. So uh, we're going to try and secure them some tables and do all that fun stuff. And uh, Vince Quinn, I'm assuming, I'm just assuming that you are yeah. going to tell me that this is going to be a Miles Sanders game. Uh, no, I wasn't going to say that necessarily. <laughs> I think it's an everybody game. I really do. I just, I don't look at anything in Houston and go, oh, they're actually really good at that other than running the ball. That is, that is the one thing they can do. I look at Damian Pearson and go like, oh, holy shit. No, he's, he's really good. Like he's, <laughs> he's not just like solid. He's really good. So that guy's a problem, but like, that's it. I mean, I like have you seen because here, here's the biggest thing for me. I mean, we talked about Pittsburgh a lot last week and the whole thing was just they suck. They're not good at anything. There's nothing to worry about. We're going to win this game by a million points. We're going to win this game by a million points. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to happen again. Have you seen how bad Houston is? And, and here's the biggest thing. It's like Kenny Pickett could run. Davis Mills does not run. Mm -mm. Davis Mills is going to die. That guy is going to get sacked 10 times on Sunday and I, I or Thursday. I wish I was exaggerating on that. Or I don't know why I would be wishing that, but it's a phrase. Uh, <laughs> he's going to get sacked 10 times. He's, uh, he's going to get sacked all day. I just, there, there, he has no chance. That line is not good enough. And for a guy that can't move, they're going to get massacred on Thursday. Like they, and, and when the only thing they've got is running the ball. They're so fucked, man. And and so here, here's the levels of chaos, by the way, John, because some of this has been lost. Some of it is it's the Texans and nobody cares. But all this yeah. shit has happened in the past, like, four weeks. So, one, they fired their president. Jack Easterby got fired, like, four weeks ago. That guy who was, like, this shady Belichick guy and did this weird takeover of the team where all these people felt like he was sort of, like, isolating them and killing them, basically. Uh, it's it's it, it was a crazy thing. Just go read all this as much as you can about Jack Easterby and, and how he took that team over and became president because it was, it was really fucking weird. The way he got the GM, Nick Casario, from, from New England and brought him over, yeah. there was some tampering stuff related to that. There was just... There, there was baggage everywhere with this guy they fired him just a couple of weeks ago so that's one uh two their leading tackler last year do you, this is a fun one for you do you know who their leading tackler last year was uh in houston john man i have no idea <laughs> brian cushing i have no idea <laughs> that's a great that, I, I love brian cushing i haven't heard him in a while uh camu gruje hill ah, john camu gruje hill <laughs> their leading tackler last year started six games this year Got put on the bench last week in week, or in week seven. He got put on the bench, asked for his release, and they cut him. Uh, now so the Arizona Cardinal, by the way, just signed there today. Exactly. <laughs> but he, like he, he was just like, oh, this place sucks, and I'm not playing. Get me out of here. So like they, he, he's out of there. And then today, Brandon Cooks, who was supposed to get traded, apparently he wasn't at practice today, and he he figured he was gone. As soon as he's not gone, he has this whole thing of like, don't. Take advantage of my kindness. I know what you people do was basically the tweet. And it was like, oh, shit. So um, who knows if Brandon Cooks is going to play. If he does show up, he's going to be completely miserable. Mm -hmm. They they don't have a lot of talent to begin with. The matchup is terrible for them. Like, this game is a joke, dude. This game is an, this is not a trap game. Like, there could have been a universe where this was a trap game. Yeah, uh, so much of a joke that, like, not to mention all the, the turmoil from trying to even get to 
<laughs> the whole Jonathan Gannon situation from last year, uh, Lovey kind of just being there to be there as like, hey, we're not doing anything stupid or, you know, don't look into this uh, type of scenarios here. So it's like th- there was already that walking into the season. Now you're adding all the little stuff and Brandon Cook's being mad and I would too, buddy. Trust me. Uh, and you're playing on a short week too. Like this is ultimate turmoil. You've got like two days to wrap your head around this. Um, and you know, the only reason why, uh, <laughs> they don't have talent in the first place is Bill O'Brien is now pretty much on the record of trying to get fired, purging all this talent in the first place because of all those weird politics with Easter Bay and like all that other stuff that happened there. So, um, yeah, this should be, uh, worse than the Steelers, right? This should be <laughs> like, I don't know if the Texans score a touchdown bad. That's how bad I yeah. think this is going to be. Yeah, like it, it, here's here's the only thing you can say for Houston's advantage and, and for something that makes this a game. It's it's not just that they're good at the run, but the Eagles are not so good at stopping the run at times. So like, okay, dynamic running attack, whatever, could that cause some problems? I mean, look, they could score a couple of points, but like if Houston was going to win this game, Damian Pierce needs to run for like 250 yards and four touchdowns. It's, it's the only way. I mean, really, they're, they're one of the worst offenses you will see. They average five plays a drive, okay? They're five. They're, it's not good. It's not a good number. So when, when you're looking at this team, man, yeah, it's just it's going to take a miracle. And I think, too, this is going to be a home game for the Eagles. Like, there's not going to be Houston fans showing up to this game, especially not the World Series games at the same time. You think that Houston Texans fans are going to sit there while the Astros are in the World Series? You're out of your mind. But if I'm an Eagles fan and I live in Houston and I only get to see the team once every eight years, then, you know, yeah, I'm probably going to the game. So something tells me that it's going to be a pretty loud Eagles crowd in this one, too. Oh. Yeah, um, I, I believe we're just in a in a group of like 50 or 60 on a plane and there's a ton of people from Arizona, California that are driving in. And obviously we're telling you about that because, uh, you know, Wednesday beforehand, we'll, I know we're all going to go crazy for that <laughs> as well. So like the think about this, dude. Like, you could be hearing E-A-G-L-E-S echoes throughout NRG Stadium, right? And there is a possibility that at some point where the fourth quarter is ending, the World Series and the Phillies could be wrapping this shit up in their powder blues. It is a 20-minute drive to Minute Maid Stadium, and I highly suggest that that is our broad street if that all happens at once. If everybody that is in NRG wants to get in an Uber, the moment it happens, like the Eagles could be like, hey, we're 8-0, and and the Phillies just won the World Series. So, like, let's just – are you down with that? Let's just go celebrate at Minute Maid Park and dance on their ashes and just have a little fun. Like, what a what an incredible night that could become, Vince Quinn. Yeah, I would be down to go to NRG the uh, or, or the uh, Minute Maid. The other side for me would just be if we just get all of the Eagles crowd and find like the closest bar and we just <laughs> rally everybody there. We just make the whole Eagles post game crowd like we'll just take a place over. Well, I'm down for that wait too. Wait a minute, we'll figure it aren't out. they? I mean, it is Houston. If they are getting their ass kicked, they're going to immediately like try and uh, aren't they going to turn the game on the jumbotron or the the sports bars in the stadium should have it rolling, right? Yeah, I would I would figure one that they're going to have some sort of check in on the big screen at the game. They have to, and if not, <laughs> we're just going to do that anyway, and we'll just yell to people, "Hey, 
<laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll do all that. Like you know, it's going to be loud and rowdy in the stands from us. So we'll we'll know what's going on one way or another. And that's that's going to be part of the fun of this. Is just like because if you are an Eagles fan and a Phillies fan and tickets are on sale, I mean, look. It's going to be fun in there. Like, this is a rare kind of energy that you just don't get to see. So I'm just geeked out to see what the crowd experience is going to be in this one. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, it's uh, – man, a lot of high fives from Eagles players and the Eagles fans. So <laughs> yeah. at the end, I can – oh, man. What is um, what is your embarrassing predictions? Like, I just I, – I think it's nothing but, you know, I, I think there might be like two – two pick sixes, something like that, crazy, or, or just an absurd amount of sacks, like you said. But just, like, they, here's my thing. Gardner Minshew starts with 14 minutes in the fourth quarter. That bad. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I can, and I really can see that happening. Because for me, I think it's more, I think Davis Mills, for all the, all the problems that he's got, I think he makes decent decisions. It's just not that good. You know, so I, for me, the biggest thing is he's going to be a little slow getting rid of the ball at times, and he's going to fumble a lot. I mean, I think you're looking at like, because I said 10, and I think it's going to be in that ballpark. If it's like eight sacks, two or three fumbles, I mean, he's he's going to get devastated this week. They're just not ready for it. It's going to be yeah, that Yeah, and bad. the Houston offensive line is just, whew, wow. You know, some days it looks okay, and other days it looks like it is just getting ripped apart by... <laughs> I don't know, butter through a knife, whatever the dumb football cliche is, that, Swiss cheese, all of it. It is, uh, and even, you know, by the way, we didn't update on the postgame. Glad that it's, it's only a high ankle sprain for Jordan Davis, but in one of those things where we're completely wrong about this, yes, that probably could change the dynamic of their run defense pretty well. So I'm, I'm slightly concerned about that. I just don't think there's a, an, enough juice. <laughs> <laughs> like you, because of all the shit you laid out there, Vince Quinn. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yep. Yeah, they just don't have it. But if you get thoughts on the game, you're coming down to the game. You want to join us on Wednesday for the Hangout watching the World Series. Just hit us up. Uh, like John said, on the text line, 215-509-5833. So we'll be checking that way. If you're in the Discord, you can just add us in the Discord. I'm the fastest man alive in there because I beat John in a race. <laughs> so fastest man alive. I will happily answer your questions and tell you where we're going and all that good stuff. But, uh, again, all this is brought to you by Philly Sports Trips, so shout-out to them. Shout-out to Vince Rizzuto, phillysportstrips.com, if you want to join us for Houston or, or anywhere the rest of the way this season. Home tailgates down at the Navy Yard, anywhere on the road the rest of the way. We're going to have a big bus trip to New York in a couple yes. of weeks, John. I know you're geeked out for that. Are you going to be wearing a Giants jersey? Or, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm <laughs> actually just going to dress up as Brian Dable. I think that I mean, that would be, like, something you would do where everyone would boo, and, like, I think we can pull that off. So that might be fun. That would be really <laughs> funny. Start growing the beard out, pal. And, and uh, I do, so. do want to say one, uh, speaking of which, shout out to Kurt for coming down again to uh, one of our tailgates, but a humongous shout out to my friend Marvin The Rock Hudson, who uh, just retired from uh, being a naval officer for 26 years. He's an unbelievable friend. He's an Iowa boy like me that got stuck in San Diego. We've been connected since 2014, I think, and it's the first time we met in person. So it was a pretty cool experience and uh, gave me uh, a very honorary coin, which he only made like very few of and handed me one. I thought that was fucking cool as shit. And that is why you just need to come hang out wherever we're hanging out because there is just a lot of cool people around. Um, and uh, that's what makes it so fucking great and why we're doing this all year. 
And you, what better way to celebrate uh, than uh, kicking the Houston Texans' ass and, man, eating some fantastic barbecue. It sounds like, too, Vince Quinn. That's right. And we'll be drinking some delicious water, liquiddeath.com slash bell, if you want to get some yourself to give you the store locator. So if you go, hey, I don't know where the hell, I don't have a 7-Eleven, maybe it's somewhere else. Well, liquiddeath.com slash bell, and you can go pick some up. So give that a look. And in the meantime, John, I feel great. Post-trade deadline, I feel great. Not what I expected, but I still feel great. I think Eagles fans in general should feel great. We have to get ready for a flight in a couple of hours. <laughs> I haven't packed it, so let's go do that. And I'll see you in the morning, and we'll see you on the road. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.